Welcome, family. Yo, bro, what are you saying? I'm good. How are you? Very well. All right, cool, cool, yeah, cool. All right, guys, welcome back to the CTB podcast. I'm your host, DB. I'm your host, Ewan, a.k.a. The Real PM. Come on, you know who it is. Yeah, we're and back. Today, yeah, we're back with another episode for you lot. Yeah. Today's topic is... Mental health within... Mental health in general and that going on specifically within the black community and this quarantine period because this quarantine period has been a struggle for a lot of people. Like, it's, been, it's been hard. So I feel as though therefore now we're starting to come out of the other end of it. It's definitely the right time to talk about it and whatnot. I feel it's probably definitely been hard for everyone but mostly yeah. for those who are like social butterflies you know the one who are always out yeah extroverts and them and there right, them and they must have been feeling it i mean no i mean since the first easing of the lockdown came about it was probably easier once they could go see their friends but for them two months <laughs> they were cooped up it must have been tight I can't lie, I was blessed for the two months. I don't know about you, but I was pretty... I don't know, like, when summer holidays and half-terms come around, I was always, like, I'll go out and link the man them, but, like, my man's all really all right, just chilling and watching Netflix, watching whatever, like, you get me? Bro, the first two months, you already know how it was. I was gone, like, no one, no one was really hearing from me too tough. Oh, yeah, you were off, so, oh, yeah, 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 you were socials, innit? Um, I was gone for up until probably up until the podcast started, didn't it? Yeah, like from March until May times. Yeah. So I was just baking off, fam. Just chilling. You know, we know how we do. Like yeah. I'm an introvert anyway, to an extent. To an extent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing, bro. He claims, isn't it? I claim. Okay. okay. This guy is an introvert, but knows half of late. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie that's big cut bro that's precious week doing up wow let me not even talk too much anyway yeah go on <laughs> as I was saying man's an introvert man's always in my yard for the most part I'm not very yard at work right those are the yeah. only places you'll catch me so it's not, it wasn't too tough for me to be honest after I think about the first month because I, I hadn't left the house at all in the first month like not to go to go shops, not to go in, like, the house, I was in there for a whole 30, mm. 30 days. And then, I said, let me, let me start going on walks. So, man, man did my little walk, you know, with you. Sorry to interrupt, but didn't um, Ramadan fall in that period? Am I yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Like, I think just, like, a week or so before Ramadan started, I was like, okay, let me let me leave the house small, small. Let me try going on a walk or so. Leave the house for a hot sec. Yeah. Oh man, you know it go man went out, but the, the deers, the ducks them and uh <laughs> on my local travels. But in terms of being cooped up, like do you feel as though that affected you much and your mood or do you feel um, like it's all the same? Do you know what? I would say my mood 
was affected slash like, but only because it was a thing where we come from uni where I would I had my my own space for a good five, six months. So I I'd gotten used to that, you feel me? Yeah. And now to come and come back to yard and I actually can't leave the yard too tough. And yeah. Man stuck with all these man then. Don't get don't get to that. I love I love it with my family, but at the same time, I like my space. So yeah, that's the that. thing where I was like probably a bit more moody than usual, but apart from that, not really don't really affect my mental too much. I'm used to being in my yard, I'm used to being kind of secluded from the rest of society. Yeah. No, I hear that. I hear that. Um no, nah, for my for myself it was similar to be honest. Like um I don't know. I'd probably say from from the sounds of it, I probably go out a bit more than you on like a yeah. average day back home or whatnot. To be fair, I would actually I'm trying to think. Did I when things when things were starting to get bad in terms of the virus and whatnot and lockdown was at its height, I was at home just chilling, watching Netflix, reading a bit. Um was I watch watch Gossip Girl, Ozark, I think dropped at them times. No, no. Money highs. So I was watching stuff and whatnot and then I feel as though as the weeks started to progress, I started going on more walks. What was annoying, what was like really annoying for me personally was the gym being closed. Definitely. I feel though it affected my mental health as such, but I know for a lot of people, gym is like their escapism is their their route out from all their daily troubles and whatnot. If they've had a bad day at work, they go to the gym, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I know a lot of people struggle. Football being off TV, that was that was like raw. That was I wouldn't say difficult, but it was just a bit like oh, it was a bit flat. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um. So yeah, those those things were happening, and then obviously, I think I went off socials for a couple of weeks, which was quite. I haven't really come off socials for a long period of time, so it was quite interesting being off socials because I found as I found that um, I was quite out of touch with the world and what was going on, which yeah. I liked, but I didn't like at the same time. Because I, I like to know what's going on. Not so much I like to be involved in what's going on, but I just like to have an idea of what's going on. So that was a bit different. But I feel as though the the biggest thing that, I won't say affected my mental health, but the biggest thing that, um, I struggled through. I struggled with through um quarantine was the whole killing of George Floyd and whatnot. Cause I feel like it just put brought up so much past trauma from like different times in my life, and obviously the killing was circulating social media and it, and with these killings and what and all these videos, what it does when you see it so many times, it desensitizes you to it. And I feel as though that affected me. But apart from that, like, everything's been blessed for the most part. Like, I've been working, making money, so I can't really complain too tough, innit? Yeah, me, I, me, I just started back work, like, the last month month or so ago. Like, you know the ones, the whole lockdown, I was like, I need to go back to work. Like, just, yeah. Because 
it gives me more purpose than usual. Isn't it? Like when I'm at home, yeah, I do my little reading here and there, pattern a couple of things I need to do, whatever. But like actual purpose from nine to five, I don't specifically need it, but something that I'm, I've become used to. So without it, it was like, rah, okay. Right, man's got to do other things instead. Yeah, I feel, I feel people, I feel like people have struggled with that, not having quote-unquote purpose at the moment. Especially with, I think you're, I'm right in saying your course, you were all past as well, innit? Yeah. So we were both past, um, so people, for people that don't know, I studied politics and international relations and DB studies, economics, so we were past through on t- through to second year by our university so we didn't have any online work to do so it was literally like <laughs> one day we're at uni the next day we're at home literally nothing to do like nothing like... obviously there was a little house party there was a little house party um boom and whatnot but well, that was that was for me it lasted a week like because... i didn't even hop on it because i t- it's just it's gonna be our stop on it, isn't it? Nah, literally, I came off social like the, the second day of me being at home, and then someone shout, someone like FaceTime me and was like, "Oh, let's go on housewives." I was like, "You know, what? let me let me slide on it real quick, yeah. see what I'm going." Slid on it like did like three four days maybe, max of views, and I was like, ah, "This app is kind of mm, eh." I, I, it lost purpose for me. I was like, "Ah, off yeah. it." Uh, that's not that one for me still, but um. Back to the whole mental health thing, I feel as though one important thing surrounding it has been people coming back from uni and not having their space. I feel as though a lot of people have struggled with losing that um, independence, losing that sense of freedom, because at uni, as those of you who attend uni know, from morning to night, you literally do whatever you want for 24-7, you get what I'm trying to say? If you want to leave your house at 4 a.m. for whatnot, you can leave your com. Sorry, your, if you want to leave your com at 4 a.m. for whatnot, you can leave your com at 4 a.m. No one's going to tell you different. So <laughs> the contrast from going back to going back home more t- more more um to do with this time where the virus is still about and a lot of people's parents are, are still not letting them go out i feel as though people are just struggling no let let's quickly slide onto that um that parent having your parents having your rope sort of like conversation like i do feel as though sometimes you gotta push the boundaries small small and see what happens in it do you think because I feel like though, if you always follow the rules, you never know like what, what you can actually do. Yeah. No, it's true, it's true, it's true. No, it's true. But I feel like the frustration with a lot of people, because I'll be real, I, I'm a very, I'm fortunate, you know what I'm trying to say. But yeah. hearing stories from other people, I think the problem is we're adults at the end of the day. In the, in the eyes of the law, as soon as we turn 18, we are adults. Like, not, in, not in the eyes of African parents. You are still a child if you're living under that roof. But you see, with child. them, they with African parents, 
they like to pick and choose when we're adults to get on to the same. Definitely, that, that's so Because when you, if you now ask them for, for a 10 out, they'll say, you're an adult, go work. <laughs> to get what I'm trying to say. Bro, uh, that thing there is annoying because one day it's, you know you're a man, you need to do, 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 do. And the next thing it's, you know, mate, you're my child. That, yeah. That, I'm like, so very... Which one, which one is it? Like, they, like, they pick and choose. But for a lot of people, like, man, are adults out here, to get what I'm trying to say, like, man, a big 18-year-old big 19-year-olds, like, in the eyes of the Lord, they're allowed to do whatever they want. Like, if they're to get nicked tomorrow, they don't need any um, parent to come to the station for them. Like, yeah, 100% responsibility. So, to think, in reality, you're an adult, but you're still on ropes. It's like, it's crazy, and people are really struggling to fathom that concept. No, I do feel like people who are in that situation, they, they're not struggling to fathom it. It's, but the people who are not in that situation, they're like, oh, wow, like, how can you still be on ropes and you're yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, 21, you feel me? Yeah. They're looking at it like, bro, like, can you not pattern your parents? <laughs> like, But those who are in that situation, it's not a, a question of patterning your parents. They just, they don't want the wahala, you feel me? They don't want the, the problems that come with speaking up or... Yeah, because you don't want the narrative of you're now rude, you've now changed, you've gone to you, (laughs) you changed. You see see your parents here, as soon as you do something wrong here, the whole world must know you've done something wrong. They'll be on WhatsApp talking to next aunties, telling her he's gone to uni, he's changed. Like, man's not trying to hear that. No, bro, deep it. You do something wrong, you go upstairs for five minutes here, you come back downstairs, go in the kitchen. You'll be hearing your name on the phone. You're just you're just hearing them chatting what's about you. Chatting, absolutely. Why are you talking about me like this? Like, have you got have you got nothing better to do? <sighs> it's very toxic, but yeah, I don't know. A lot of people have been. The, the sad thing is, yeah, with with this whole uh, being a road thing, like people are genuinely gonna graduate from university, move back home. And potentially risk the possibility of still being on ropes. I'll be real. As I said, that's why I say you need to kind of push the boundary. You need to see how far you can go to an extent. Yeah. They they switch from oh mum, can I to mum, I'm going out. Like <laughs> what age do you think that switch for you? Um probably like seventeen maybe. Wow, really? I don't know. Like I said, I had no. It. Actually, it kind of. When I was younger, when I lived in Ireland, as I said before, I was out twenty four seven. Like you had to drag man back into the yard. So them times there, man was doing the whole. Yeah, I'm going out. I'll see. You. I'll come back at nine, whatever time. Cool. Yeah. But then I came to England, and because I, my, I live in a secluded area, like I live away from where I usually want to go. Yeah. Like, it's more of a can I. Can I dip out? Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I have to go quay out to, to go see my people and be me. Yeah. But now, it's back to, yeah, mama, I'll see you when I come back. You feel me? Yeah. I feel like, obviously, I'm the youngest. I have two older siblings, two older sisters that are quite older. Um, So, I feel as though when you're the younger sibling, <laughs> there's a sense of lenient that like, parents are like more lenient towards 
their younger children because they've already been through that whole there's a way you go and stuff with the older siblings and whatnot. I don't so, know about that, you know. You don't think? I feel like the way I was brought up, I wasn't babied as much as my little brother. I feel like he's babied my, like... Babied no, not so much baby, but, like, you know, like, say it cool. Say you have a family now, you have three children. When yeah. you have your first child and they're going to parties in the first time, that's the first time you're dealing with that particular situation of yeah. your child going to parties, da, 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 da. Come the third child, like, you've seen it already, like, you're, you're older as a parent, first of all. So you may not be as, like, parents tend to become more lenient the older they get, I think. Because um, we, we tired them out, bro. I'm the oldest. I tired my mom Yeah, out they're tired out. They've seen it already. Like, to get on to say, they're just like, oh, okay, just allow it kind of thing. So yeah. I feel as though, I don't know, like, I'm thinking about it now. I was very lucky, like. I was never, I was never G-checked on a mad thing by my mom. Like, as long as I told her where I was going and who I was going with, that was it, really. And then by the time I was, like, 17, yeah, by the time I was, like, 17, it was really a thing where I'm going out, <laughs> I'm coming home, in it. don't lock the door. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. going out, I'm coming, I'm coming back out at one point, just don't lock the door, in it. <laughs> like it's just a thing like that yeah just literally I, I, I don't because more time when I step out I can't tell you a time when I'm going to be back realistically it's one <laughs> of them things in it like I don't know what like I don't know where okay, I could be going to my friend's house and then we could decide to do this that and the other we could go to the you get what I'm trying to say like I realistically can't give you a time so just do you know what I tried to give an estimation yeah but you know life can take you different ways isn't it yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Maybe that's maybe that's when you go try to communicate. Be like, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, mommy, like, I ain't coming over this time, so I'll see you later. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I feel as though, as long as you're not bringing headache to the household, like from when you go outside, you're not, you don't do anything out there that's gonna now bring any disturbance to that household. I feel like it's pretty blessed, but. Yeah, for man, I never really went through that, so I can sympathise with the people that go through that, but I can't really empathise, do you feel me? You see those people who are on ropes, if you are on ropes by your parents and they don't allow you to leave the house and come back at what we classify as late, try the whole communication thing, just be like, just talk to them as you're out, let them know what's going on, because for me, I already like, tell them exactly what's going on, like, if I come back... I come back. If I'm not coming back, I'll say, yeah, I'm not coming back, but, like... Nah, to be fair, yeah, I admit, last summer, I took the mick a bit, like, man was... <laughs> like, I was going up now, there was a period of time where one of my friend's parents had gone away and we were just staying... Um, we were just staying at... Um, me and my bedroom were just staying at her place, in it, And <laughs> I don't feel like... I don't think I actually told my mum in it yeah. so it was the thing where <laughs> I just disappeared for a couple of days I said yeah I'm calm in it like I'm good in it but to think <laughs> about it like man really could have been in the tea house you know what I'm trying to say like <laughs> to be fair I actually owed my mum an explanation but 
yeah. yeah, man could have been in the tea house. I could have been doing all sorts of madnesses. So from the parents' side, I definitely understand because at the end of the day, with their children, they don't want to see any harm come to us. They want to make sure we're safe because, as we've seen, it is a fucked up world out there. We live in a yeah. very sick world where people do sick things. So I don't like. I don't blame them, but. At the same time, they don't want to overdo it because I do feel like it builds up a sense of resentment and it does affect a child's mental health. Affects the attitude as well. Like, yeah. So, as we know, certain men, because they were on extensive ropes when they were at the yard, when they now leave the yard, they're doing the madness. Yeah. Like, no, definitely. Like, when they're at yard, when they leave the yard, when they go to university, like, when they first have that um, sense of freedom, kind of not used to it, they just go wild with it. Bro, it'll be the man there who don't want to leave the motive. Yeah. <laughs> just doing the most. <laughs> like, me, myself, you already know, like, if the motive's not, not for me, I'm I'm going back back to yard, I'm going back to my bed. Like, yeah. But them man there, them man there who are on ropes, they must be out until, until stupid o'clock. I can't, me, I don't have, I don't even like going out that much, you know. So, I don't even have the energy to do that, you feel me? Nah, bro, freshers week, me, what me, I was in, I was out almost every day. I see, me, I wasn't even, okay, what, what were we defining as out at? Like, clubbing? Yeah, you were out almost every day. I was out day, almost bro. every day, bro. No, you out almost, at almost every month I was there. Nah, I, was, I wasn't at, listen, okay, cool, I must, have, I must have gone to what, no, I didn't go to two motors you've been to. Which ones were which ones they telling me? I ain't going to let loose or energy. All right, cool. Yeah, you're exactly. Right. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I, was, I only went home coming to... and the dig that thing. So And and the DBE thing. Okay, cool. And... No, that was the following That was the following week. That was the following week. Okay, but it was still, it was still basically first of the week, bro. And I know behaviour. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. But compared yeah. compared to other people, that's that's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, definitely. But I'm saying, me myself, I wasn't one to go out anyway. But so let me let me try this going out thing. Let me see what it's like. So I tried it. Then after I think it was after no baby, I said, mm, 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 it's, it's, it's not really for me still. It's very repetitive, bro. As I said before, same faces, same nyash, like. <laughs> every motive so just like it's mm. it's very 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 repetitive I feel like if we went in different cities maybe it might have been a different vibe because as I said you're seeing us say like more time during freshers week let's be real you're going out but you're not going out to have fun with the man because you don't really know the man is too tough you're going out to, to draw girl let's be real yeah yeah so if you're if you're going to every single motive and you're just seeing the same girls after like four motives, it's like where's the motivation to continue going out? Yeah, I don't know. Like for me, I I wouldn't say I went out much after I was eighteen, but I'd gone on holiday. Like I'd always gone to house parties and I'd always been out when yeah. I was young. So like the going out thing, it wasn't it wasn't mad for me in it. Like I went carny from when I was young. That's another mm. thing I forgot to mention. Like, yeah, I went like my mom let me go. I told her I was going Carney. She just said, "Be safe in it." Yeah. But yeah, I I go when did I go Carney like year ten, year ten going year eleven summer in it. Yeah. So 
ah, like, I was over the whole, you know, certain men come to uni and they're just gassed about catching wine and them thing there and drawing girl and the whole palaver. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I'd already yeah. gone through that. Like, man, I've been on the pitch from young. <laughs> experience, experience coming like Mason striker. Greenwood you get what I'm saying we're really team but um, so the whole going out thing to me like it wasn't that deep like I've been on holiday I've been like, I've been out to different places like it's not that deep you get what I'm trying to say no. like it, in Freshers Week it was good to get to know people obviously it's a good way to break the ice but you can definitely, I can definitely tell for certain people, not so much our uni, but in general, that was the first sense of freedom they had ever had, and they just ran with it. Yeah, yeah. Like me, I, I definitely like been out from young, but not too much. Just like here and there, you feel me? Yeah. And I think last year was the first time I went Carney because more time I spent most of my summers in Ireland. Yeah. So this, this well, last summer. I worked and I stayed. In, I stayed in England. So uh, me and the man said, "Let's go. Let's go, Cardi." It was a vibe, but mm, a lot of man just goes on at that place. I'll be all just bare man moving crazy. A lot oh, of entitled yeah, brothers. Carney's Carney's a very tap place. I'll be all. It's very enjoyable. Don't get twisted, but it's a very tap place when you break it down. Definitely. But let's slide back onto the mental health topic. Yeah. You see, with us men in general. Like, even if we were, let's say, depressed, like, would we even like, like, notice or acknowledge it? No, we wouldn't. Like deeper, you'd just be like, "Oh, I'm just not feeling it today." Yeah, you just kind of dismiss those feelings. Just be like, "Yeah, man, it's not in the mood today." Da, 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 da. It's not, it's not but deep. you see, with this thing, yeah, do you feel as though? What do you? Why do you feel like that is? Do you feel it's the culture man them have between each other? They don't. Like, Bandon don't have friendships in which is cut co- where they feel comfortable to say, "Oh, bro, like man's feeling like this or that." No, I wouldn't even say it's like that. I would just say more time we look at it, like those type of feelings are sort of they're not masculine feelings; they're kind of weak feelings. Like, if you're feeling sad, like why are you telling the world you're feeling sad? Like, keep it yeah. moving. As we said before, the world doesn't really care about the feelings of men. Yeah. Like, if, if you're sad, you keep it moving, but you, you, you still got to provide for your family, you still got to continue to do whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like, and even at times when we speak up, it's a thing where we just get thrown back in our face. So. Yeah. And I think people yeah. don't want to be ridiculed for it as well. Yeah. Like, people don't want to be seen to be being a wimp or being, I don't know, like... It's just a very, it's a taboo subject. It's just, it's a hard one, isn't it? I feel as though a lot of men, if they were to go through a mental health thing, I feel like they would definitely feel more comfortable telling their female friends rather than their male friends. Yes, their female friends, but do you think you you tell your girl? My girl? Yeah. Mm, I don't know, you know. Why, why are you more comfortable telling your female friends than your girl? Uh, I don't I don't want to burden... I feel like... No, either way, I wouldn't want to burden them. I actually, I don't know. I, I actually don't know. I wouldn't want to burden either of them. Yeah. But 
I suppose with your girl, it it could affect your relationship with them more. Like they could change the way they treat you, or you know what I'm trying to say. Like they could start to tiptoe around you. Mm. They, because a lot of people, let's be real, both men and women, when one starts to explain their feelings and their emotions and their mental health, their account, their other half, sorry, might be in a thing where they're like, "I'm not your therapist." You know what I'm trying to say. Mm. So it's it's a it's a difficult one. That's why I feel like with this mental health thing, I do feel as though professional help is the best thing because okay, putting your family aside, okay, cool, we're going to family later in it. But yeah. the reason why I think professional help is crucial is because you can tell your friend, "Cool, I'm depressed, I'm depressed," and but as we said before, or as I see people. Is that we're intrinsically selfish, so your friend is only gonna want to hear and help you so much. If you understand what I'm trying to say, yeah, like they're not gonna want to. If they've had a long day at work, they're not gonna want to hear about certain things or whatnot. And okay, yeah, we can argue. Well, a friendship means that you should be there for your friend through all the hardships and whatnot. But at the end of the day, we are all human beings. Like, we're not perfect. Your man can be tired, you know. Like, (laughs) you want to come tell me about your depression, but man's tired, bro. Man wants to sleep. Yeah. Like, so I feel as though having, I feel as though professional help is crucial because they get paid to be there for you, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what I said may sound mad sense so I've just, I've just clocked in it but like mm-hmm. it's a thing where you, I don't like to rely on people so the way I look at what the world is like you shouldn't really try to rely on people because people will more, let me... more often than not they'll let you down in it and you have to understand people have their own lives they have their own struggles they're all good all, people, all of us are going for our own personal demons and struggles you feel me so when you bring yours you're, you're slash like adding to it. Yeah. And you don't know how, how hard this might be because man could be going through it, but I'm still going to be smiling. I'm still going to be continuing with, with my life because yeah. man, you might not even know what I'm going through, you feel me? Yeah. So because of that, just realise, okay, if, you, if you've come with your problems and person's like, I can't lie today, man's not really feeling it too tough. So tomorrow we can speak and don't feel like, oh, this, this person, they're doing me dirty, like, da 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 yeah, just understand that they might be going through something too because you're not the only person going through something. Yeah, everyone goes through stuff to get on to the same daily. Like, life isn't easy in general. Definitely. Feel me? I'd be very surprised if even people that seemingly look happy on the outside aren't going through stuff. Like, rich, poor, any everyone goes through stuff. That's how life is. Life is full of trials and tribulations. So, yeah, that's why I feel like professional help is very, very crucial. But yeah, obviously, if you're friends with someone, it is also part of, um, it's a crucial part of friendships to be able to talk and whatnot. It may, you may not want to go into the deep depths of it, but I don't know, maybe talking is good, isn't it? But even also, watch your friends, watch how they're acting. Yeah. Watch, like, if they're, 
moving out of character. Like, yeah. If they're a person who likes to sip small, small yak at the motive and has a small, small wave, and then next week they're back in that bottle differently. Look, sit back and think, why are they back in this bottle like this? Why are yeah. they? Why do we? Or you know them to be like, they in a smoker too tough, and now they're budding every damn day. Yeah. Sit and then I'm the pain in that. Yeah, like drugs and I'm in the pain and the like, Think, think about it. Maybe ask them. I, I know sometimes people are going to be defensive. They're going to be like, oh, well, like, why do you care? Like, why you? Yeah, you know, not my mom, whatever, but it doesn't hurt to ask, in it? Yeah, and also, especially at uni, in terms of like people staying in their room and whatnot, sometimes you just check on people, drop them a call, drop them a text just to see if everything's all right because you really don't know what's going on in people's heads. Like, the thing about mental health is when someone has a cold, you can tell they have a cold because they sneeze, they cough, etc., etc., etc. With mental health is a difficult one. It's a very difficult one to pick up on the symptoms because it's all relative and subjective. Yeah. But um, I feel like uni in particular is a very crucial time because people have moved away from home. They're in a faraway city, an unknown city. They may have not found... Like, we were lucky to find friendship groups where we feel comfortable and we're happy in, but not everyone else is as lucky as that. They may not be enjoying their course. There's so many different dynamics to why uni may not be great. So I feel as though if you are a person that's at uni and is feeling like that, like do try to talk to someone and don't, don't, you don't have to be Superman or Superwoman to get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like we're all human. We are allowed to feel down. From... But in saying that, I'm probably the worst person. Like <laughs> people that know me, I, will be thinking you, you, and that says you're calm all the time. So like, I don't know, but yeah, we're, we're, we're all human at the end of the day, innit? From you, that bed can become quicksand, you know. Yeah, it can. It can really become quicksand. People might not see you for a week. Okay. But to be and fair, some people just like their own company. Yeah, definitely. Yes, some like, people. It could be a thing yeah. where, if let's say it's, it's freshers week here, or like the first month of uni, and you haven't made any like strong bonds with anyone, and you stay in your bed for a week, more time, no one's gonna check for you. Yeah, like because the way the way like the first month it goes, like you see someone one day, you, they, they, you might not see them again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, there's certain man, like, man saw them, we chilled for a day, and then, I, like, we didn't really speak again. Yeah, no, that happened. Yeah, that happened. Uh, yeah, okay, no, not that much, but we won a team, and yeah, definitely. So, just the thing where you might you might be in your bed thinking, oh, I want to go out, but no one's asking me to come out. But go out and and socialise. If you want to socialise, go socialise. Don't be waiting for people to come and, and shout you to socialise, innit? Yeah, no, definitely, like, and also, more specifically, within the ACS community, I think we spoke about this in the first episode. Obviously, there's a perception of you must do or speak or act a certain way to be seen as, quote-unquote, black. So I feel as though for people that come from that maybe alternative background or don't fit into those certain social standards that, ACS has I'm talking about ACS in general yeah. um, 
they may feel like, oh, a bit secluded. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You ain't got to chill with black people, you know. If your people and you're fitting with, with, with the white guys or you're fitting with Asian lot, like, go on chill with them. It, and and with that, and with that, if you want to chill, that doesn't make you any less... Or like it doesn't make make you not black. The girl I'm trying to say, because you principle wise, you could be the best black person ever, but you just maybe you just don't like those kind of events. You don't like that music, or the girl I'm trying to say, like it's all it's all relative. Like let's be real, we make friendships more time based on similar interests and whatnot. Yeah. So if you can't find a common ground that you can be friends with someone within your race. Can't be friends with people who are outside your race who've got the same similar interests to you. Yeah. If you can't relate to that person, as long as you don't start pandering yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and doing like Uncle Tom, it's calm, isn't it? Yeah. If you can't relate to the black people in your in your in your course accommodation, or whatever, go and chill with the other races, isn't it? It's not yeah. a problem. Yeah. It don't feel like you... don't feel like because you because you can't hang with the black people, you can't hang with anyone, and don't feel like if I hang with the white people, they're gonna they're gonna look at me as like an Akuna or whatever. Yeah. Don't feel like that, innit? No, don't do, don't feel like that. And really? like I said, it doesn't make you any less of a black person. Being black is is deeper than that. It's deeper than who you chill with. Definitely, but, but don't um, be, don't become a coon dog. Yeah, yeah don't do don't do up pandering like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if they start using the n word, you better regulate them, innit? Yeah, like don't be doing up pandering. Don't be doing. Yeah, it's just just just. Keep your head on in it. Remember where you come from. Remember you're going back to your when you go back home, you're going back to your black parents, isn't it? Yeah, I do. But um <laughs> uh what's it called? Nah, I feel like yeah, uni it's a it's a it's a hard place for some people. And even on the flip side, for people that do apprenticeships, it's hard for them as well because deep it. Especially if you've just left sixth form, you've gone from a place where there's structure and you're always being told what to do and you have your half terms and all of these different things to a place where you're working for high stakes, high standard companies like Goldman Sachs, um, KPMG, um, JP Moore. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. That transition from school to doing a nine to five is hard. And also you're when it comes to socialising and whatnot, it's different. Uh, you're Even not how you about... act, like, if you're in school, you can really say some wild, like, some wild things on social media and, yes, you might get corned by your classmates or whatever, yeah. but it, it kind of goes that far. But, if you now work for a big organisation and you, you say something wild on the internet, you could potentially lose your job, you know? You could lose your job. And, yeah, you just got to, adapt but for them it's hard like that transition is very hard just more so socially because yeah. deeper you go from if there okay if there's a other apprentices apprentices and whatnot it's all it's not too bad because you're in the same boat but if that's not the case you're, you're really sitting here chilling with 40 year old 50 year old women and men <laughs> and you have nothing in common with them. You're from two different generations, so it's hard for them on on that in that um respect. Especially when you're doing an apprenticeship and a lot of your friends are at uni as well. So again, I feel like just speaking out and getting help is the most important thing. Even if it's just like once a month or something like that, 
is is better than nothing. Definitely. And doing I, something you like as well. Don't let your mental health deteriorate because you're you're scared to go get help. Yeah. Because these things can go from bad to worse and when they get to that worst stage it's very hard to pull you out. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's a hard thing. It's a hard thing. It's um I don't know, I think it's a it's a subject and it's a topic that's being spoken about more, which is good. Um so I feel like yeah, there's more awareness coming to it because fifteen, twenty years ago these these convers like if you were depressed, you would just be like, What's wrong with you? Cheer up, like get on with it kind of thing. But now we're actually having conversations about it and yeah, we're moving we're moving forward with it with it. We're not perfect yet, but we are starting to make progress. And it's it's positive. It's very positive. Yeah. Yeah. But to go on to talk about the black community specifically, I feel as though within our community it's been it's this quarantine period's been hard because a lot has happened within our space. Um so first, I think we had the first it was the colorism thing. If I'm from with this if stupid I'm, cancel culture which doesn't exist from that we had the whole colorism thing and then people look look what happened to Nella Rose, people were dragging her, not even getting onto her about about what she said, about her physical features, saying nasty things and whatnot. And we, these people that say nasty things, yeah. What they need to understand, the tongue is a powerful thing, you know, like, I truly believe life is a scale and it balances itself out. So if you want to go talk bad, um, talk nasty about other people, it will it will come back to haunt you. One well, people are saying a, a madness, bro, like, deep it. We can't excuse the things that were said because they were said in the, like, we shouldn't be saying these things. But we'd have to look at things subjectively. Most of these people who said these things said them as children. Children are dumb, like, let's be real, like, yeah. children say mad dumb stuff. If I pulled up every, everything I said as a child, you might not look at me like I'm, a, like I'm a dickhead, like, let's be real. Yeah. So if a child has access to social media and they say something stupid, yes, you should correct them. But now they're an adult and they know better what where's the point of you dragging them what like what does it do i feel like once they okay me personally i wouldn't drag them personally because i just wouldn't that's just not me in it like unless it's my friend i wouldn't go my if travis if a if a tweet from travis scott came out about him being a colorist i wouldn't now go on to travis travis's page and start doing up twitter fingers that's just me personally in it yeah how what was I gonna say? Yeah. Oh, shit, what was I gonna say? I forgot now. I just think um oh, I forgot, I've lost my train of thought in it. Let me continue. Yeah, go on. So what I don't think like coming to drag someone who has changed because people change, you need to understand that people change. The the man I was yesterday is not the man I am today, you feel me? Yeah, like, people change all the time. And change is not bad. When someone changes, you you ain't gonna do up. Oh, you've changed now. Like, what, what's what's going change on? is good. It's, 
if you're not changing, what are you doing? Like, why are you the same? Like, you can't be the same as as you were ten. Like, what's the point? That's life. Life is like a ladder. Yeah. But the point I was gonna make, sorry, was that the the problem I have with this thing, yeah, when people now come out to apologize, you now drag them for the apology. You now say, oh, it's not good enough. So, what do you want them to do? Like, literally, what do you want them to do? Yeah, like, you will come and drag me and say, oh, you said this about, about black women in 20, 2012, da 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 And then I come and say, do you know what? I was wrong. I apologise to all the black women out there and all the people who had to witness this nonsense that I said. I hope you guys can find it in your hearts to forgive me. And then someone will come and comment, this apology is fake, like, you don't even care about the situation, da 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 So, so it's like, you can't damned if you do, damned if you don't, um, kind of thing. Bro, the man who make jokes instead of them to acknowledge their their wrongdoings have gotten off scot free. Yeah, like when this whole colorism debacle was occurring, Nella got dragged differently. Yeah, diff like they were coming for her, her deceased mom. Like differently. that's sick. People like that need to get fisted up. But then, man like Heady One and RV, their response was just jokes. Like Their man was just bantering, but... <laughs> like, no, first Heady, what did he do? He dropped... He, you know, he said, um, uncle took my phone. I shouldn't have let him have my Twitter password. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then RV dropped a picture of 50 Cent sleeping. Like... Nah, them man boy, still, I can't lie. But... I don't know. I feel like for them, man, it's a bit different. Car they come from where they come from in it, the hood and whatnot. I don't really think they care too tough in it. Like they're just me. They're just hood man that do music essentially. If you if you break it down, we so can't expect whole... morality from gangbangers, bro. Like it doesn't yeah, make sense. like I'm gonna talk on their works and whatnot. Like there's there's speculation on what they've done and what they haven't done, but like. I'm sure they've done much worse, innit? You get what I'm trying to say? No, so it doesn't make sense for people to, to expect morality from... Do you get what I'm trying to say? Who were chef and niggas. Or talking okay, about like, chef cool. and niggas. Man can say this. RV's gone... I think in the past, RV's been to prison before for for M's and whatnot. So, you think he cares over a few about a few colourist comments? It, I don't really think it phases him too tough. Unless it affects his music deals or labels and whatnot. I don't think these men really care too tough. And again, I don't think the record labels care too tough. So it's it's sad, but people just go too like the the comments about Nella are just disgusting. Like I can understand cool she's a role model for a lot of young black females and whatnot. And they probably felt down felt sorry let down when the tweets surfaced but Listen, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We all make mistakes. We all say things we um, shouldn't say at times. And life is about progression, in it? I'm sure Nella doesn't have those views anymore. And she's done a lot for the scene. So, like, people just need to put things into perspective. Definitely. That's what I'm trying to say. I feel like, obviously, there's best stories in the Bibles about being righteous and whatnot but yeah we live in a righteous world right now and it's, it's a bit it's a bit annoying and even them and there who preach for mental health they'll be the same one to come and drag someone yeah to get what i'm trying to say it's like it's just jarring but um 
yeah, cool. So the, the whole colorism thing, and then I think it was was it the George? I feel like I'm missing a murder before George Floyd's. There was. I remember seeing a video of a brother getting killed whilst he was running. Oh, like, was that? Oh, uh, what's his name? I know what you're talking about, but I can't pronounce his name. Uh, his name was Ahmad. Ahmad. I can't pronounce his name, but I know which one. I think. Let me try to get his name. So the he, he got M. Like I think it was back in February. Right? Yeah. But like the case, like they were looking at the killers around that time, innit? Yeah. But I remember that Ahmed Aubrey. Yeah, that I remember that surfacing around that time. Yeah, and then I think, okay, cool. A couple of weeks after, no more than two weeks, it was George Floyd. Yeah, I mean that one was crazy because, like, as a black person, it literally just turned our lives upside down. Like, bro, it's every, nothing, nothing new though. It's nothing new, but deep it. Every conversation there was to be had about race literally surfaced at that time, like literally from schools to workplace, universities, football. Um, I can I can go on in it, but literally every everything just resurfaced, and I feel as though a lot of bad memories for people like from people's past experiences resurfaced and it's probably it was probably hard in it bro racism is something that we or well, some people we go through every every damn day bro right depending yeah. on where you are obviously the actual racism the the structure will affect us every single day but overt racism some men are going through it every damn day some men are getting called a nigger on a daily basis man. yeah and that's 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 normal to them now like they yeah, to, they just firm it. Yeah, it's sad, but you see, I was talking about this with my friend the other day. You see, like when you see with this whole racism thing, yeah, yeah, and when white people are being racist and people are like, "Oh, we have to educate white people," da 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 da. Don't you feel as though? As black people, if you look at it logically, we were enslaved for how many years? Our countries were colonialized for how many years? We were then okay. We liberty. We finally got liberty and autonomy at whatever points. I ain't even calling that liberty, bro. I'll be real. Oh yeah, okay. In inverted commas. Do you know why? Because it was given. Yeah, bro. You know that one's there. Freedom is something that you yeah, you, you can't be given. You have to take it, fam. Yeah, but okay, cool. In the eyes of the history books, we were given autonomy. Yeah, yeah. But and then there's the civil rights and whatnot. So I was saying, like, for how long do we have to sit down, white people, and explain why racism, why racism is wrong, why they can't say the N word, why they can't do this, like it. And I feel like I mentioned this on the Black Lives Matter episode. I feel like it's getting to the point where we kind of have to create our own kind of space within society because it's not fair on us. Like, we tried so many times to do it on a calm thing. We tried so many times to educate and it 
being rebuked and thrown back in our face so many times. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I feel as though, I don't know, for a lot of black people, I know that they're looking at, obviously not all white people are racist, but I know for a lot of black people, they're just tired, innit? They're just tired now. Because yep. it's a thing where when racism occurs, I feel like with when people let when people do let racism slide, I don't even think it's a thing of coonery or, or I don't think it's always a um I don't think it's always because of that. It can be, but I don't think it's always because of that. I feel like people are just drained and it's a thing where they'll either lash out in anger and rage or they're just so drained they just let it go. No, it's true. Like certain days it's a Malcolm X thing, man's on smoke. Other days it's like Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, like, you're, trying, you're trying to get me mad, okay. It's right. even I'm gonna start throwing my hands. I ain't trying to get in trouble and whatnot, and I ain't trying to get into no passer. Or oh, it's just like, oh, like just like like it's actually draining, like like I said before. If if someone comes to me on an educate education thing, like oh like I don't actually understand. Like I've been brought up in this way to see black people in this way. Like I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to change. Like can you help me? Man will have the time and day for you to get what I'm trying to say. But this whole like debating with racists and whatnot. Like this is why I just keep my like. Where I can, I just try to keep myself away from them kind of spaces because I just don't have the energy right now. Bro, that's that's why for the most part, like, I try to stay away from quote-unquote white spaces because if you now, if I now get called a, a certain word or we now have a certain disagreement, like, I'm an adult. If, if I start fighting... Some about press charges, boy. It's long. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like it's sad, isn't it? Because that's not in the ideal world. We would lo- like, we would love every race, every ethnicity, like every sexuality to all just live in peace and harmony. But unfortunately, white people have not allowed that to happen. So it's just. It becomes draining, you know what I'm trying to say. We also have to remember, though, these men are even... Most of them aren't against this. They're just for themselves. Like, for them to remove these racial structures is not beneficial, it's not beneficial. For, the, yeah. for them. It's, so yeah, no, definitely. They're not exactly against us. They're just for themselves. As we spoke before, self-interest, people only care <laughs> yeah, about yeah. what is good for them. You know? Yeah. This is why I feel as though black people just need to focus our energy in building our communities up um not trying to be accepted in i feel like with, with black people we fixate so much i feel like it comes from our parents but we fixate a lot on being accepted in white spaces bro i was having this conversation with mom the other day actually car right now you know what i look in it <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> And she hit. I have a cap and she hates my cap. She hates it with her chest. Like she hates it so much. Every time I put it in, she's like, "You look like a drug dealer." Like, yeah. Why would you want to look like a drug dealer? And now you've got long hair. Now you look like a drug dealer. Like, oh, da, 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 da. why would you want to look like that? And it's like, 
mum, like, regardless of how I look, it doesn't change, like, the, the racism. Like, they're going to treat me bad regardless. Yeah. Like, they might treat me worse because, okay, yeah, I look like what they think I, I what is bad. Yeah, but they think but you're that way already. They think I'm, they think I'm a drug dealer anyway. Like, bro, I, I must have stepped out on Friday night, bro. I got on my cab. I was even in Central. The first thing this guy came up and said to me is, what, can I get some coke? <laughs> mm, I said, can I get some coke? Yeah, bro. Literally. I got out of the cab, walked about two two steps, bro. One white guy comes up to me and says, hey, bro, you know, I can get some coke. I'm thinking, why are you chatting to me, man? Just let me... Just move, man. Just let me day, be. Like, but... I feel like with this dressing thing, I remember my my sister always used to get onto me when I was younger because man, had, man used to come on a full road man attire like you know the little black leather the leather pouch thing. Man, it, man used to be posted yeah. with that like the the night gloves and whatnot. She's like, when are you gonna stop dressing like a hoodlum like like it's it's like when you go out there you're gonna get profiled. I'm like I'm gonna be profiled anyway. Like the feds are onto us anyway. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like. Why I like dressing this way is comfortable and whatnot. Yeah. They've just associated their what's it called identity of a criminal to this certain fit. That's not my problem, in it. As long as I'm not breaking the law, why should I have to pander the way I dress, bro? This whole good nigga agenda is annoying, like because you want me to act a certain way to pander towards these man when. Really and truly, these men are going to treat me like I'm a dickhead regardless. They don't yeah. really care. Like, the whole people be like, oh, I was a lawyer and I got stopped by the police. Why does it matter? Why, why does it matter that you're a lawyer? Like, yeah. Because yeah. you're a quote-unquote successful black person doesn't mean that you're any better than someone who's homeless or, like, like it, doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. But, I, like I said, I feel as though that whole pandering thing and Fixating on being successful within white spaces comes from our parents. Yeah, our parents they 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 want to be accepted by these white people so much. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad to see. It's sad to see, and it, they passed it down to some of us, and you could tell by the way some of us conduct ourselves within most of work, most of work workplaces and whatnot. That man, I just want to pander. What I'm trying to say, Wait, but... do, you, do you think code switching is pandering? <sighs> I don't know. I think I've had this call with my sister. I feel like there's... <sighs> okay, cool. When you're in a workplace, you should be professional in it, regardless. Yeah. But I don't know, like... Ah, oh, the code If you had told... If you had asked me this before, the black matter thing... I said black matter. Black lives matter thing. I would have said no. But I feel like it maybe is. I don't think it's at all. You don't think? Nah. Why's that? Because obviously you're gonna to speak to someone in a language that they understand. I'm not gonna be dashing out loads of slang to a person who's not gonna understand it. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna be speaking in a in a in a way where they don't understand my diction either. If I'm throwing away letters, they're gonna be they're not gonna understand what I'm saying. You feel me? Okay, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, I hear that. No, nah, man, I definitely hear that still. But on the other hand, you can look at it as remember that quote I, I sent today, which was like, 
the reasonable man adapts himself to the world, whereas the unreasonable unreasonable man makes the world adapt to him. Yeah, progress progress is only made through the unreasonable man. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah. maybe if you want them to understand you, you gotta continue speaking in your in your slang. You feel me? Yeah. But no, for the most that. part, I don't think it really is because the way you speak to your mom is, is probably not the same way you speak to your mandem. True. But to be fair, some men do, but no, some certain man. Yeah. My mom's not gonna understand every single piece of slang I use. Yeah. So I'm not gonna speak to her in that manner. Yeah. No, okay, no. When you put it like that, it makes sense. Or even your grandmother. Like, yeah. If, if you want to speak to your grandmother, or your elders, you're probably gonna to speak to them in your native language because that's the language they understand best. Yeah. So, when you speak to a white person, maybe with a different sort of accent, maybe the RP instead of the urban accent that we mostly use, it's not it's not necessarily pandering. It's more so just speaking to them in the language they understand. No, okay, no, that one makes sense, but. On the topic of like workplaces and whatnot, another sad thing is, um, in terms of black women, the way they have to wear their hair and whatnot, it's sad. Now like, they're not allowed to have their hair out; it needs to be in a certain way and whatnot. Like that for me is just it's disgusting. Well, bro, as we just said a second ago, the unreasonable person. Is the one who makes the progress. So, if everyone, yeah, if, if everyone decided to say, "Yeah, bun this wig thing, bun this braids thing," I'm having my natural hair. So, black people are gonna have to get hired at some point because they we've all got these these corporates like social responsibility things where or these quotas that are going on right now. Yeah. So no, it's they're, true. Gonna have, they're gonna have to hire someone. It's true, but I feel as though one thing I've taken from this Black Lives Matter team. I don't feel like I've ever pandered as such, but I feel as though I can be a hundred percent. If I was like ninety nine percent on a project unapologetically back, finally going out, I'm a hundred percent now. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't, I don't, I like I don't give a toss anymore. Honestly, like even you know them times like when you're like um, public transport and you might be too loud and da, da, da. I, like, I don't care anymore like i don't care like it's like enough's enough in it i'll be rude of the too loud thing i don't like noise anyway so like people being loud whether you're white black or yeah black, black sharp <laughs> <laughs> no i hear that i hear that like you see them when i was out this weekend bro i was just seeing a whole lot of white drunkards like they were just just loud and i'm thinking but this is again. This are, is the narrative. We are profile for being loud, like you're saying. Black people are so loud and noisy and disorderly. Duh, 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 duh. You, but them and there, you put one two beers in the system. They are loud. Erratic. They're moving erratic. They're I don't even, football I don't even bother to like as long as they're not coming on a passive thing. More time, I just got like I'll just gaslight them and banter them in it. <laughs> but like them man are even when we're walking about uni, like. Them are loud, like the lads are loud. The lads are proper loud. No, but it's a, it's a thing where I don't even like speaking to them when they're doing that whole loud thing because I don't like to make them feel comfortable around me. Yeah, because I know, so I know for a fact certain will fly, and when it flies, I'm have to, so I'm have to switch. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's true, it's true. And you know, I'm I'm a very calm person. I don't do this whole 
this whole violence and like thing too tough. I'm I'm just I I'm chill. I like to live yeah. my life calmly. I don't like stress about pass up. This is what I'm saying. This is why man keeps for the most part, man keeps myself from them kind of spaces now. Because it's just like I ain't trying to get I ain't trying to get into no like and no pastor, no nothing. Like I'm just trying to live a carefree life. Like I'm just trying to live my life in peace. You feel me? I don't like pastor. Oh, like pastor's long, isn't it? Like I'm not trying to get myself in a position where I had to switch on my man and start. Like it's just long, man. Like it's actually and just long. And even switching is like that's a whole lot of energy I have to give you. Like and then they'll try create this narratives and da 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 like, it's just long in it so I just put my interest in uplifting black people and trying to better ourselves and create spaces and foundations and just focus on I feel like too many black people are so fixated on trying to what's it called just doing too much, like oh, I want to like need to explain to white people. I understand, like I understand it, yeah, of course. But like, I feel as though we just need to internalize everything and try help ourselves, and then I feel like they will have a sense of respect towards us, and then maybe they will be ready to see things because they don't. Jewish people aren't treated the same way as black people. You know why? Because Jewish people have created a wealth, a mini economy, um, a strong community in which they demand respect because economically no one can question them as and the value they have in the world. They have so much value and power in the world. No one can ever... You, brother, anyone that criticises Israel, anyone that criticises the Jews, Nick, um, Nick Cannon... Gone, gone, gone from wild and out. Yeah, but you know, we also have to look at it this way. Yeah, gone. Jew, being a Jew, it is classed as an ethnicity to like, but at the same time, you're white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, okay, yeah, no, man, here's that. No, definitely you can't tell someone's a Jew too tough unless they're wearing the whole outfit that them. Yeah, wearing. unless they're the orthodox one. Yeah, you feel me? So, yeah, yeah. No, I hear that. No, no, no. Definitely, like, so yeah. So, through the outer world, there's people can't be prejudiced to Jews, like, because you don't know. You don't know who's, who's a Jew. Like, you don't you don't know too tough. It could be yeah. a black Jew. It could be a white Jew. You don't know. Yeah. It's a religion. Yeah. But in the sense that them and there, they hold a lot of power within this world right now. You get what I'm trying to say? So, it's a thing where if you man talk bad on them, you're, they'll lock on. They'll, they'll lock off your thing. Your thing's locked off. Like, you can't, but you speak bad about black people. Yeah. Yeah. For the most, as long as it's, as long as you're not saying the N word. <laughs> and, and even then, it's wishy washy, bro. It's wishy washy, yeah. Like, it's like, the, oh, but. Mm. There's certain man that, that we let, a lot of times we let rappers slide. Yeah. Like, I'll be real. One of my favorite rappers, he said the word, he's not black. <laughs> yeah. It's the but, pot of paper. But the whole, like, all the mandem, like, the mandem love pot of paper, like, let's be real. Yeah. Like, a lot of guys will ride for pot of paper. Yeah. And it was evident when he came out of, like, Penn, you could see all the tweets from, from, the, from, the, from the real niggas on, 
on the internet. It was like, post free, da 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 And I would, see, I would see comments of women saying, like, how are you guys riding for this guy so so much when he said the N-word and he's not black? But that's select. Don't you feel like that's selective? It's very, it's very, very selective. Extremely selective. Yeah. Oh, I hear that. I hear that. But, no. I feel as though when, once we build up a black economy and we internalise our community and we're just in a better space f- for ourselves, then we can have, we can move forward, possibly. But moving on swiftly, yeah. Do you think that we overseason our food? Definitely. Our food is... We overseason our food. Um, like, our food is just... I'm just thinking of different meals, isn't it? And also the timings which some of these meals I've had are brazy. Like, uncles will come home at 9, 10 o'clock from wherever and then go back a, a whole bowl of fufu. Like, <laughs> and then go to sleep. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. No, do you know what I'm saying? This is because today, uh, some someone must have said, "Oh, how are you lot putting Maggie in your eggs?" Like someone said, um, salt and pepper will suffice. Like, why are you lot putting Maggie in your eggs? And then, you know, bear man started saying, "Yeah, you gotta put the Maggie, then you gotta put onions and tomato, and then you gotta put chili powder for your heart, you know, and you gotta put um garlic." Garlic paste and da, 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 da. no man. I'm a I'm a culprit. I'm not gonna lie. Like my eggs, man slaps the half of Maggie in the chili powder, garlic pepper. What else? That's it. That's it, really. But that's that's the flavors of my egg. No, I think that's that's. I hear what I hear what people say about the flavors and everything there, but. No, nah, cool. That's all right. And then, wait, do you put salt as well? No, no. No, but what people will do, they'll put salt on top of it as well, but they don't understand these things already have salt in it. No. Nah. Do you know what I found was funny? I think one of the men that must have posted a, a snap of his Marge making Jollof and then his Marge pulled like bare... Well, I don't know if it's relatively bare, bare salt, but yeah. he pulled a lot of salt within... Yeah, the mix of jollof, and then some some um white person popped up and was like, "How are you putting so much salt in the food? Like, what's wrong with you? Do you not care about your your health or whatever?" And I'm, I'm just a shut up, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but they have a point in it. <laughs> they slice. They have a point. They have a point, and I'll be real. This is why I feel as though, at cool, this might be controversial in it, but it's even this whole coronavirus thing, cool. A lot of black people have died because we do most of the um, frontline jobs and we were we make up a majority of the key workers and whatnot. So, of course, I was going to say mathematically it's going to be that way. But a lot of a lot of black people also have underlying health issues based off our diet, fam. Like a lot, like a lot of black people have um, heart problems, cholesterol, all all of that because the food we are eating is not healthy like it's actually not healthy no the thing well, we don't want to hear it as well fam and no i hear why people don't want to hear like like i said there's a lot of taboo things in our culture and probably diets dieting and seasoning and how it could possibly bad 
be bad, sorry, is is another taboo subject, but it's actually it's killing my people, fam. But there's another way to look at it. Like when I always bring up the, the topic of um veganism to my mom, she's like, she could do it, but at the same time, she, you're gonna die anyway, so she might as well enjoy her food. I hear that. I hear that. But I don't know. It's all rel- no. To be fair, it's all relative. Like I think it's good to eat them foods and whatnot. Like me personally, I love my, I love my fufu. I love my yam. I love my plantain. Um, love my jol- like, I love I love my food in it. I love my Ghanaian dish. Separately, if Go you on. don't like plantain, you're bad vibes. You're a criminal still. Like, call the police right now. Yeah, so they can so they can take they, they, so they can take you away because how can you not like plantain because it's such a versatile food like you can put it in the oven I, I don't know if niggas have done it before but yeah I've, I've had it I've had it everywhere I think I've had it baked fried anything so it's so damn like tastes nice in every single variation how, can you, how can you not like it you're a criminal if you don't like it you can even eat it as as crisps like oh yeah my plantain chips and anything there right no right i can only do the right thing person in it but doesn't doesn't, like in my head it don't make sense in it like from every single point of view i'm trying to look at it it's not making sense to me how you cannot like plantain me i don't even like bananas but i love plantain bananas are a bottom tier fruit bananas do you know what it is yeah I was sick the first time. Bananas made me feel sick the first time I had it when I was, like, four. And yeah. I think it's scarred. Like, I've carried that with me for the rest of my life. Like, I can't have banana milkshake. I can't have banana cake. I can't have... No, 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 no. You searched it now because banana milkshake and banana cake are, are, are lame. No, lame. banana just... Anything banana makes me feel sick. Like, it's actually mad. Like, something that happened to me so young has now conditioned me for the rest of the, like yeah. I can't banana that happened to me as well bro with um avocados um I think I was about four or five I had an avocado I threw up from yeah like I haven't had one since I just associate it to that particular like it's weird like it's actually weird but um yeah so we move on to tweet of the week now uh yeah we can do that bro let's let's do that still um, cool. Uh, I've never have a tweet ready, man. Actually, no, nah, I think I've got one still. Never be okay. So, this is by an artist called Chucks. He's actually dropped a song called Tony Hawks. So, go do that up. But he tweet, I think I sent this to you today. Never be too accessible. It's not a good look being every everywhere and anywhere, your presence will not be valued. I think it's actually true, you know, like I find that when you're not a person that's out there and everywhere and da 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 like people just value you more. People value your time, people value you when you do come out, like I don't know, like I just think it's just a, it's a good it's a good way to go about life. As it's, as they say, familiarity beats disrespect. Yeah, cause yeah, when people yeah, I'm I've seen it with bare people like people take the pick when people you know what it is with me yeah uh, unless 
we build up, but once we build up a friendship, cool, you can get comfortable with me. But like, when we're not at that stage, don't get too comfortable, man. Still, definitely. Like, as the African auntie said in the street, do I know you? You feel me? Yeah, it's true. Mm. Don't don't get too comfortable, man. Because not not so much me, but I know a man, certain man. You get comfortable with them, you try banter them. It'll go left, and they'll just end up kicking your head in. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's not fun. It's not fun, fam. Not fun at all. Like, thank God, Alhamdulillah, no one's ever tapped on, but, my, on my windpipe. But, I, but I, I, I don't want to wish on anyone. Separately, before you read your tweet, I don't know what's going on with this whole um, Tory and Meg thing, but this is looking brazy. I can't lie. Nothing has been confirmed to my knowledge. Nothing, apart, apart that's what I'm saying. Being... This is looking bra- I didn't say no specific. I was saying it's looking yeah. brazy. Apart but... from her actually being shot on the foot, which I'm quite sure she's confirmed. Yeah. But but Meg the yeah. actual the reaction from the internet is a bit mad because man and making jokes about it. A whole woman's been shot. You know what I'm trying to say? And this is why black women say black men don't like black women and it's not about going out with black women or whatnot it's how you treat them like Meg was shot you know Amanda were making jokes about Hanyash yeah like and for Meg please Meg just stay at home for now please I beg because get I can't take a, I can't get take all, another death get well soon get well soon yeah get let well me soon. let me slap my tweet in a week real quick I sent you to it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This account makes Very me God love too much, bro. This guy, he just says the craziest things, yeah. He's too has got to be disabled, sick. <laughs> it can never. It can never, because too many random stand this guy. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Gone. So, read it out. <laughs> it's a very short tweet. This guy said, to, to all men, Married virgins. Is that it? That's all he said. <laughs> mm, oh, God. Listen, yeah. I'm even going to get into the politics of this, innit? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just made me laugh because it's something that people don't say these days, isn't it? Yeah. Listen, uh, when choosing what not, in relations to how many sexual partners your partner to be has had, all I my philosophy is hold them to the same standards you hold yourself. That's what I'm saying, bro. I can't lie, I said it to you before, I don't agree with that one still. No, okay, cool. No, but you see, with that one, yeah, I know I can understand why you disagree in it, but yeah, I feel you see this philosophy, it's just. I feel like it's fair, isn't it? To get on holiday. Life is fair. fair, bro. I know life isn't fair, but that way, it's just fair, isn't it? To get on holiday. If you... No, but if, what my, my viewpoint is that we, men and women, value different things. So, because of that, we should be valued differently? No, but men value women for different things that women value men for. Of course, of course, of course. Women... women. Women value a man's resourcefulness. You know what I mean? Like, what can you actually do? Okay, cool. That's all good, but 
for the most part, why does that mean women should now be held to a higher standard in terms of how many Not sexual... necessarily held to a higher standard. Man them usually value women for their exclusivity. We, most of us don't want to go that everyone everyone has had or can everyone has access to. Yeah, that's calm. I don't have a problem with that. All I'm saying, my philosophy is just hold yourself to that same standard. That's I think that's where we, we differ in it. But I don't differ on the value thing. I'm just saying hold yourself to the same value because then you're being righteous. Then you're being a hypocrite. I wouldn't say, say that too tough because even, as you said before, women also love men who are wanted. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, no, but be okay. Be just because you're wanted doesn't mean you're out here. Do you know what I'm trying to say? True. You ain't cap. You ain't cap. There's bare men that are wanted, but they 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 still stay exclusive in it, and that might even up their price. Well, we've talked about conversion rate before. Yeah. Yeah, exclusivity so, is relative, isn't it? Yeah. But I don't know with that one. I just say, hold yourself. I hold myself to the same standards. But, that but it's funny though, because certain numbers for a man, for a man is a calm thing. Like, yeah, like if a guy was to say, "Yeah, my body counts twenty, and he was twenty, like obviously there'll be some people, who, some people who'd be like, "Wow, that's crazy." Yeah, but like a lot of men would be like, "Oh, right, okay." But if a woman was to, was to come and whisper in your ear, my body count is 20. I, like, if it was the girl that you're feeling, a lot of man's hearts will break right there. Yeah. Like, and I don't, I don't think there's a problem with that as long as you hold yourself to the same standards <laughs> again. As long as 20 is not calm for you, then I think it's no, calm. Man will be having body counts of 40 and then if the girl said, yeah, my body counts 20, their heart will still break. Yeah, it's weird. It's, well, we know where it comes from, in it, but it's in a whole maybe I don't know an episode on the patriarchy and everything there needed. No, that right there kills me, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Should we do um Wait. song of the week? Yeah, go on. Oh, you got another one. Go on. The same guy said to all women, never marry a male feminist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did that one. One said... One said you never, <laughs> okay, you that never, one I can understand. That one said, I can... I could go you never be able to really respect him. Okay, that one I can understand because it might seem like they're bare fruity or something. Fruit? Or do you feel like it's them pandering to, to women? Um... Nah, okay, yeah, possibly, yeah. Nah, yeah, definitely. I think the way this person has used the word feminist, they're probably talking about, like, this guy's a one that's SJW, you feel me? Yeah. I don't know, this whole... Fe- like, I feel like people think this feminist thing is deep within definition. But what people don't realise, by definition, most people are feminists. Most males are feminists. I don't know about that, bro. Okay, maybe not black males, innit? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know why you're trying to do us like that. <laughs> no, joking. But no, but by definition, like, I feel like... 
if I was to read, if I was to get up, I'm not going to get up now, innit? I'll probably leave it to a different type. But if I was to get up the actual definition, so you say it's more chance you will be a feminist than not be a feminist. To not, not have, to not want basic human rights, basic equal rights for women and men. Looking, more at, men looking at it as, as um, men and women being both valued as, as equal beings, yes. But when it comes to us being treated equally within society, no, most people are not, not going to agree with that. Fair enough. And let's be real. A lot of women are not ready to be treated the same way men are treated. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a valid point. Like, a lot of women, if you come and bang me in my face, if I come and bang you in your face too, you're going <laughs> to cry about it. No, it's true. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the conversation that feminists don't like to talk about. <laughs> That's the conversation. I don't think a feminist has ever answered that question when I, like a radical feminist has ever answered that question when I presented it to them. Like, what does this mean for this whole, like, courtesy and how you treat women and whatnot? Right. Let's be real. Most of us, we like to treat women how they should be treated, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or how society wants us, wants us to treat them. Isn't it? Like, you taking control being provided, da, 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 da. We, we would like to take, take that all upon us. A lot of males haven't got the financial stability to do so, and that's why they may speak the opposite. <laughs> because with this feminist thing, yeah, if we go there far with it, we're going to have, what, females taking up males and them thing there. <laughs> that ain't no joke, like, sorry because I did that for that guy, innit? P- picking up, picking up man them in rentals and them thing there, taking them sharp, <laughs> like, like where's the there's a lot of obscurity when it comes to this thing like (laughs) what does this this mean for the game I'll pick you up at 8 (laughs) you know what I'm trying to say what does this mean for the game man number getting flown out and them thing that we're going to the bar I got got the tickets yeah there's a lot of obscurity to it but I don't know no, it's a lot of things that people are not really ready to happen yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of conversations people are not ready to have Yeah, yeah yeah definitely Definitely. As I said, when it comes to us being equal, equal beings valued the same, even Each. then, like when it comes to women and children first, uh, is that being equal beings? Yeah. Are no, we valued? Just... Are we valued the same then? Because, well, you, you might, you might can go first, didn't it, Rah. So I must, I must die. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because I don't have a vagina, I must die. It's okay, cool, safe. That's it's not us being valued as equal beings. It's a, true. A lot of people are—they're not ready to give up that privilege. Yeah, because there's a lot of privileges that females probably gain because of the inequality that they may not gain if there was equality. Yeah, definitely. And and there's a thing where you can't pick and choose. You get, you have to you were on a level playing field completely. Once the quality is achieved, you can't say, oh, yeah, we want an equal playing field, but we, we like that privilege when there's a bit of inequality. So, yeah. Even then, like, there will be things where we're benefiting, but if it, go, if it goes the other way, we're not going to be benefiting them from, from them no more. And a lot of men are not ready for that either. Yeah, definitely. And as we said before, this, this thing is self-interest, so none, yeah. of us, none of us are trying to give up the things which are helping us. Yeah. No, Definitely. Well, yeah, let's go on to song of the week. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you want to go first? My song of the week 
is Painless by Lil Durk and J.I. the Prince. I, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a lot of Lil Durk these times. I might have to change that, actually. I think we both have, innit? Because I said to so, um, watch your homie and that he support you last week. So it's going to be Face the World by Nipsey Hussle. R.P. Nip, man. R.P. Nip. You Real pioneer. Like clean-hearted guy, fam. Yeah. Um, now, good choices still. Um, oh, I've got a few in it. Go on, go on, drop, drop it for them. Unknown T dropped his um little thing in it. Um, I've taken in a few songs. The song LV featuring Young Ads is very hard. Young, I mean, Young Ads is very talented. Like, he needs to start getting his credit, like his proper credit. Like, bro, I, ve- said, I said this the other day. DBE, to my in my opinion, have had a 75% success rate in terms of dropping projects. Yeah. Nah, Dev. Street Trumble was, was absolute trash. It was ass. Like, bro, it was trash. Ooh. Yeah. Like, but apart from that, nah, they're really. Okay, Ads in particular, he's like, he's actually talented. Like, bro, I could just make a melody out of anything and, and make it sound wavy. Yeah. But their, their thing, their tune, LV is very wavy. The tape's hard still. I know he did his thing. Um, Another another one. I've been listening. To, uh, uh, actually, no. Let me say this song first. Demon Time by um, Say So. Say yeah, Say So. Good little rhythm there. So um, about, about demons. Oh, okay. Nah, it's like a. It's like a drill thing, isn't it? Okay. Um, which is one of um. You no, know, he's he's friends with Schema and then man there. Okay. I feel like um, I might have seen it up, but I just didn't click it. Yeah. What do you say? I might, I might, I might have seen that one. Yeah, I yeah. I recommend it, but I didn't click it. Yeah, the video has been circulating on GRM and whatnot. And then I've been re- listening to a few Fire in the Boost. K Cooks, oh my God, too hard, man. Too hard. Like, that one there, that, that verse when he talks about that his gun, I feel like that might be the one of the best verses in UK rap history. Like, it just went too hard on that. And um, I was going to say one more song. Oh, Apocadabra. Yeah, I just remember that. That was, Abs is coming back still, like, sounding serious, I can't lie. And one one thing I'm going to say, you lot who try and say, Abs is the UK pop smoke. You're tapped. You're finished. Pop smoke is the UK. I mean, the US abs. <laughs> are you are you're right? Like, abs has been doing this thing for before pop smoke. Like, 12, 2015 times we were hearing abs on, on the black box. Yeah, no one knew about pop smoke them times there. Like, like, like bake man. Stop with the American bread. And uh, let me not. I think we did. Did we get onto pop smoke's album last week? <laughs> I don't want to get onto it twice in two weeks. I, I've heard it's rumored that the their team is gonna release another fifteen songs. No, that no, I can't lie. From the track list, it looks it's giving me Meet the Wee Two vibe. Like it looks pattern in it. I'm praying it's pattern because that that. <laughs> nah, yeah. Let me just leave that as that in it. RP pops up. RP my man. People what? just people just forcing it. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're really just saying it's, it's a decent album because, because do, do you like that meet? Is it me or is that meet the wee song trash? 
uh, on which album? The, the, the one with um, Roddy Rich. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of wax. Do you want to fight with a like, shit? It's all right. Like it's all right. Just because he's one, dead. Not one that like popped up to me. You know, like the only Snitch. ones that popped up to me were snitches. All right. About what about love? Um, the one with little baby. Yeah, but the baby's verse was disgusting and stupid. Like it didn't didn't need to be there. The features were awful. Like the the thing was trash in it. Like Wait, did Quavo feature twice? Nah, Quavo. Yeah, maybe, but I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, fifteen tracks for the for the deluxe. So I counted it. It was eighteen tracks in the original. So that's a whole lot of tracks that they're giving us. Yeah. So if this fifteen tracks oh also going to be trashed. They better like, leave them where they are and not tarnish them. Because <laughs> they've already slightly tarnished his memory already. Mm. Everyone is going to gas the thing because he's dead, isn't it? But when you, is... look, when you look in hindsight, you're going to understand that the, the thing is, is the thing. Excuse my language. The thing is wank. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's the only way I can describe it. Wack, bro. Like, it's just trash. <laughs> uh, who, dropped, who dropped this week? I'm quite sure... <laughs> Jenny Aiko dropped her deluxe. Oh, yeah, she dropped her deluxe. I haven't taken that in yet, but the original thing was frosty, in it? I haven't taken it in at all. I already said no, no, um, none of your concern. Um, BS, the outro was good. She did her thing, of course. Mad talented. Definitely. She. When did I first get onto her? I think it might have been from. From time, yeah. From time is a classic. Nah, it's still. Nah, she even dropping bang. She even dropping bang as well. The time. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I think that's. Oh, see, Summer Walker dropped her thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like five songs, bro. That one of it was proper. One song was proper hard, but I'll probably take it in and mention it next week, innit? So you're listening to songs about demons, and you also listen to witches as well. Bro, should I, hey, should I be worried about you? You moving it? I feel like I should be worried about you, bro. It's, it's not a good look. Listen, you moving it? If you start levitating in your room. You will listen to Kanye West and Jay Z and them man when they were doing their Illuminati nonsense. I said when they were doing. Them man are probably still on it. Let's not. Let's be real. Exactly. We still listen to niggas in Paris. So yeah. Come on, but yeah, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, hope you enjoyed, didn't it? I've been your host, DB. And I've been your host, Ewan, a.k.a. The Real PM. Stay blessed, stay safe, yeah. stay alert. All of yeah. you, have a good week, innit? Yeah. In a bit.